0: Come with me and you'll be in a world of... Cinematic Adventures.
1: Hello, welcome to Cinematic Adventures. This week, I am right back with...
2: Sean, me. Hi. How are you guys doing?
1: there's well, a hell of an introduction for yourself. I, I tried. <laughs> this week, we are... We're This month is Star Wars month, and this week, we are discussing Rogue One, otherwise known as Rouge One, if you're not great at the spelling. <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought of that. <laughs> oh.
2: Or Rogue U. Rogue U, you, you know.
1: R- rogue Um, So I, re- I heard something that I thought mm-hmm. was appropriate about Rogue One and Suicide Squad. Both of these movies came out the same year. And if you think about the mm-hmm. actual plots of these movies, this movie should have been called Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad should have been called Rogue One because nobody on suicide squad dies except for one person who goes rogue and it's done this movie literally everybody dies it is a squad that goes on a suicide mission and they all die
2: man you just blew my mind like that (laughs) wow we're gonna start off like that (laughs) i am now on the back foot that's great that's great
1: Oh, that's all right. That's defense is a good offense.
2: <laughs> I know. Jeez. I thought you were a counterpuncher. Are you
1: kidding me? I am. <laughs> it's the funny part. All right. Well, okay. some Martial arts humor for you guys.
2: Yeah, there you go. Um, She would never hit me until I hit her first, which sounds so bad. I don't um, hit anyways. anybody
1: until you hit me first.
2: That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in a legal standpoint, very, very sound plan. Um, yeah. I think, I think you're, you're good, but, <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> back to less troubled waters here. Um, I, I wanted to pick Rogue One because this is actually my favorite Star Wars movie, period. Now, I I will say my my favorite Star Wars movie before all this was um, Return of the Jedi because I'm a child and I love the fact that teddy bears fucking killed the Empire.
1: Love Cuddly it. little murder bears. Exactly. Yes.
2: <laughs> so... Everyone's like, no, Empire is just the best one. I'm like, are you kidding me? Does Empire? No, nothing. There's no cuddly anything. There's a Tauntaun (laughs) and someone splits it open and it smells terrible. Like,
1: ugh, gross. You You know what the temperature of a Tauntaun is? Huh? Lukewarm. With the dad jokes. Like, (laughs) yes, I'm bad today. I don't know what's going on
2: right now. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Jackie's going to hit a high score today, guys.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) You'd never know I was never a dad. Man, Um, okay. All right, so go (laughs)
0: ahead.
2: That's for true, Um, but yes, this is this is my favorite one. Um, I mean, Return of the Jedi was my favorite because I'm a child, but this one is (laughs) my favorite because it's honestly like. So I'm gonna say something a little. I'm gonna do a little hot take here. Is I'm kind of tired of Star Wars being about space ninjas with swords, you know, and this really, this story has nothing to do with any kind of space wizardry or anything except for that one guy. uh, What's his, uh, what's the actor's name? Um, uh, Which character? The, uh, the force sensitive guy that doesn't have a lightsaber. Um,
1: There's no one for the only force sensitive person in rogue one is Darth Vader in the whole movie.
2: No, no, the, the the monk, the monk guy. Uh, he's not he,
1: force sensitive.
2: He kind of is.
1: He cause... he's he's like force sensitive adjacent. Yes. But he's not he's technically not force sensitive. He's not yes. a Jedi, and he's, and he's not. He's, not. he's a, so what he is is he is a student of the Wills. The Wills mm-hmm. are like the Force, right? Mm-hmm. But he's not. He's not force sensitive. So like the way to describe it is. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm mad at myself already. OK, just <laughs> I want to say that already. I'm mad at myself already. But if you take metachlorians into account, he doesn't have enough metachlorians. Everybody has metachlorines, but he doesn't have enough metachlorians to be able to wield the force.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. not
1: force sensitive, but he has perhaps a few more than the average person. So yeah. he's kind of. He like the force kind of helps him, but he can't wield the force. In other words, you know what I mean? He he
2: took he took some some junior college classes in the wills and the force. I mean, he doesn't have. (laughs) Oh, no. He's like,
1: look at him more like a Shaolin monk Mm -hmm. of the wills, but without the Melchlorians to be able to wield them.
2: See, that's the thing, though, is that that's why I like this movie so much, though, is because he's not going to. You know, I mean, the biggest flex that he had was at the very end, right before he died. Like, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to trust in the Force and it's going to protect me through it. But, like, other than that, there was no, like, tomfoolery. Like, there was no, like, you know...
1: Hacks. Are you calling space magic tomfoolery? How dare you? Uh,
2: you know what? I'm going to right now. I'm just going to... Okay,
1: okay, Okay, Sean, I'll be it. hashtag Sean is cancelled. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I loved the Jedi and everything, but that's the thing is that... I mean, uh, okay, so we're all about this one family. And I kind of uh, I know I said that I was just going to do Rogue One, but I'm going to just sprinkle this out there just for a second. The rise of Skywalker, like she ends up being part of the the force family that just like it kills me. It kills me because she's not
1: she's she's not a Skywalker at all. She claims the name, skywalker. but she's not a skywalker.
2: She's not, no, but she's part of a lineage that's powerful in the force, and I don't like that. Like she's
1: she's a Palpatine, which exactly. by the way, like, no, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, like, she no, really no, shouldn't yeah. be. No,
2: she shouldn't. Yeah. She should be just a regular old Joe, which that's what that's but, what but I like the about. Thing,
1: okay, so I'm gonna dismantle this bullshit right now because okay, okay. a lot okay. of Last Jedi lovers are like, I love the fact that she's nobody, she should be nobody. Well, so what's Darth? Vader. He was his mom. Shmi was a nobody from a backwoods planet. The way Darth Vader came to be, if you follow like the com the comics and the cartoons and everything, is or the books. Sorry, the comics and the books. Shmi was impregnated by the Force itself. Now, some of them can make it say that Palpatine is the one who created Vader because he was trying to create life, and that ended up being vader but they Mm -hmm. already walked that back and said no what happened in the books is what is real which is palpatine and his master when he was still the apprentice Mm -hmm. he and his master were both trying to um or darth Plagueis. they were they were fucking with the force trying to either create life or extend life which Mm -hmm. was the whole hook of them getting anakin of, of him getting anakin when he was like you know he was able to prolong life. He could bring other people back. You know, he, he was trying to figure out how to bring people back from the dead or how to prevent death entirely. But, of course, he wasn't able to figure out how to do it on himself. And mm. it killed him. OK, mm. so in that process, while they're fucking around with the force trying to create or, you know, prolong life, which, by the way, the Rise of Skywalker totally retcons this and make it so that he fucking su- succeeds by the way, yeah. just saying, because he died yeah. and now he's back, which means he fucking won. Congratulations, Lucasfilm. You didn't even watch. You didn't read any of the source materials anyway. So yeah, I hear um, you. See, this is why we weren't going to talk about Rise of Skywalker because now you got me in a rant. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes in and I'm ranting already. <laughs> guys, you had to bring let, up let, let it be Skywalker. the record.
2: I broke the rules. OK, I'm sorry. <laughs> you
1: did. OK, so anyway, <laughs> what happened was when they were fucking with the force, the force was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, These guys are getting too powerful. They're overreaching. So there needs to be balance. So the Mm -hmm. Force impregnated a random woman. So the Mm -hmm. Skywalkers are random. They are, yes. They weren't part of some royalty that had like the Force in their blood, okay? The Force, as a matter of fact, in all of Star Wars, if you pay attention to anything, it is random. It just Mm -hmm. randomly picks people. But here's the thing. If two Force users have a kid, That kid tends to be a force user. Yeah. It not 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 always. It's kind of like um like Harry Potter with like the muggles and all of that. Yeah. Like Like, you know, two magic users can come together and have a child that can't use magic. Yeah. And then one magic user can come together with a non-magic user. And if they have enough kids, some will be able to use magic, some won't.
0: Yeah. That's the
1: force. It is random. So the only reason why there's any kind of family lineage. Is because of Darth Vader's, because of because of Anakin Skywalker. But mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker himself was a nobody from a backwoods planet. His mom was a slave. So it the whole premise starts with a nobody. Yeah. So stop saying you have to be part of this family. And the entire, all of the movies, all of everything in Star Wars is loaded with Force users who are not in any way related to any of the Skywalkers or Palpatines. So why the hell do people have this thought that you have to be part of this family to be powerful? Ahsoka Tano is one of the one of the most powerful Force users. She left the Jedi. She is a nobody. Yeah. And like, if you go power set to power set, she's one of the most powerful user. One of the most powerful Force wielders that we get to see in Star Wars
2: you know you know okay so here's here's what i think it is uh why why everyone has that argument is because star wars is not like marvel comics where the comics are in its own universe and the movies are in its own separate universe
1: so the funny star thing is as you're saying that star wars is not like marvel comics i'm like okay so the fact that star wars has comics that are done by marvel <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i know right yeah kind of makes it exactly like marvel comics. Yeah,
2: yes but yes yes
1: it- <laughs>
2: It is, but it's not.
1: <laughs> but like, What I'm saying is I'm a nerd. I mean, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here's the thing is that like for people like us that read the comics and things like that, we understand it's all under one universe, but mm-hmm. the general public where they're like comics, ew, they don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So they just don't. They don't. And <clears throat> that's why they have the whole royalty, the, the whole, you know, force royalty, because I mean, let's face it the span of time, like literal time that these movies have been released. Skywalker seems like it's a, a rock solid foundation, which if you read it in, it's just story form. If like you were to sit down with someone that didn't experience all of this time spent, you know, they would just be like, Oh, okay. Like the skywalkers. Yes, that's right. You, uh Anakin came from nobody. So he had a couple of kids and they all have a lot of force in them because I'm not even gonna call it midichlorians because how dare you even bring that up, Jackie? Um, um, I'm getting but,
1: hated in my own podcast. Thanks a lot.
2: <laughs> hey, I just got canceled. Okay, so <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> Listen here, but but yes, but the thing is, is that we've we've heard of you know the skywalkers for so long, like literally almost thirty years, right? So it's like well, even more than that. I'm thinking no, of two thousand over forty. Yeah, it's been a lot. And It I was from 70
1: fact. from 1977 when it first came out.
2: It's not 2020, Jackie. It's only 2000. It hasn't been that long since the 90s, okay? Don't tell me different. Um anyways, so Sure. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Whatever gets you through, buddy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um these these white hairs on my beard are not from uh, old age. They are from stress. That's what I'm clinging to. Hopefully, please. Anyways, um, so yeah, that's that's why everyone thinks about the royalty thing, and and that they they made the one good thing I liked about the Last Jedi. Um, which honestly I didn't really hate the film. Um, I understood what he was trying to do, which was just piss off everybody. So yeah. I get it. It's and he one- succeeded.
1: Congratulations. Yes.
2: The the one thing I did like about it though is that she just she's from no one and see,
1: see, see you're exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, no, I,
2: I I liked that I liked that idea. Um, and how he ended it with that one kid that's just getting uh, the force power where he just subtly grabs the 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 broomstick. I'm like, okay So what I you're see-
1: saying is you the thing you like about it is something that is literally present in all Star Wars movies where random people can use the force. Congratulations, yes. you haven't paid attention. <laughs> like, well, literally I, every star wars movie has force users that are not skywalkers
2: yes 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 i i hear you i hear you but i just well i just like the fact that the main characters i would say that the main characters are just random people because like that's the thing is that you're trying to topple down a government i did like the whole sentiment of it's like how am i supposed to to topple a the government with with uh a laser sword and and some space voodoo. Like I need more people. I need people behind me. You know. And it's
1: like, okay, I get that. Anyway, so what you're saying is they needed to steal the scene from Endgame where everybody comes in at the end. Yes, they they did. needed I mean, that. Honestly. Except Endgame at least had a reason for everybody showing up at once. Yes. And yes. Rise of Skywalker absolutely did not.
2: Rise of Skywalker um is also called Rise of the Star Destroyers apparently because they just rise out of the ground for reasons. No, they um,
1: rose out of the ground because Palpatine lifted them. Remember, he used his hands. His that was the motion. He who
2: the hell he were those people? Them up the out cloaks. Of the who were those people? What what were those
1: people? Who who? They were have- Sith acolytes. It's, but, what? what? But Look, you- if you want to dissect Rise of Skywalker, first we're going to be here for about twice as long as the movie, yeah, I'm sorry. and second, I'm sorry. it's just going to point out the fact that the whole movie didn't make any damn sense.
2: Yeah, that's very true. Let's go back to Rogue One, because that okay. one at least makes sense. Everyone dies. Yes. <laughs> but but okay, Still I like should have been it.
1: named Suicide Squad.
2: Y- yes, absolutely. Well, it would have given the ghost away though, like because you like that's part of the reason why, even though it is spoiled in one line of dialogue in uh, A New Hope. Um, where they're like it's there spoiled no...
1: by the fact that a new hope exists okay and a new hope was the very first movie yes very true let's just like just go ahead and call it suicide squad because yeah. we know they're all gonna die because true. literally none of these characters with the exception of Darth Vader and Grand Moff Tarkin and Mon Martha are in any of the movies that we see so true. there's a great chance that all these characters we're being introduced to are gonna die soon
2: yes yes very true but, I mean, you could you could have the hope that it's like, oh, well, maybe they'll have some spinoffs and everything. Because this was the first Star Wars story that came out, you know? Like, it was like, oh, what are they going to do? But, it's the
1: first Star Wars story movie, but we already had the Clone Wars, which introduced true. us to new characters. True. And what were they going to do with Ahsoka originally? Kill her off. I, really? They? I, I
2: Honestly, like, I'm so far behind with the Clone Wars. I'm now watching it that, like, it's 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 i've got a lot of catching up to do uh a lot and and honestly it was because it got it got released at a time where i was more concerned about what show i was playing and thing. it just honestly was timing for me like i wasn't into star wars i was heartbroken from the prequels oh now i'm like oh those ones are okay (laughs) like yeah but 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 I was I was just turned off by it. I was like, oh, they're going to do Clone Wars. Even though it's from the animators that made that animated Clone Wars micro series, which I loved. I was just kind of like, I, I'm over it. I don't really want to watch it. So I'm catching up now. But
1: honestly, Clone Wars, um, like the official one, because there's two versions. There's technically like the Samurai Jack looking one. And then yeah. there's the um, the Disney one. The Disney one is the one that's canon. And that one is honestly the writing in there. And certain episodes, especially like the Mortis trilogy and the last four episodes of season seven, mm-hmm. that is the best writing Star Wars has ever put out.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, there is still
1: no such thing as chemistry between Anakin and Padme. And I have no idea why Anakin didn't marry Ahsoka because they had nothing but chemistry. But, yeah. you know, that's neither here nor there. Whatever. I'm not bitter.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, could, I could see that. Um, but then, but then like, how does Luke not have Twi'lek, uh, tentacle things? I mean,
1: tentacle, that's things. the one thing, thing, Really? <laughs> no. whatever they are. I don't know what they are. Okay. So you're going to make me give my fan fiction all over again. <coughs> so here's the deal. Anakin does go with pad. This is my, this is my fan fiction because this is how I've worked it out in my head because I'm just like this. Anakin does go leave so uh, i'm gonna spoil the clone wars just so you know spoiling it all um in the clone wars she uh, ahsoka gets kicked out well she doesn't get she was put on trial by the jedi and she was going to be kicked out and then anakin was basically like her defendant um Mm -hmm. her um defending not really attorney but you know it it was a trial anyway um he was defending her and he proved that it wasn't her that did the thing And um, then she's then Yoda was like, hey, cool. You were exonerated. You ready to be a Jedi knight now? We'll consider that trial like your your Jedi trials. And she was like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. I'm not going to be a Jedi. Y'all suck. (laughs) And um, in my headcanon, Anakin was like, hashtag I'm with her. And he left. And um, the two of them go off together. And then She dies. And he can't. So instead of him getting these premonitions of Padme dying, he actually loses Ahsoka. Okay. And he was like legit in love with her. And then he ends up coming back to the Jedi. Cause he, remember he leaves in my version. He leaves the Jedi, goes with Ahsoka. He and Ahsoka are investigating something. She ends up being murdered possibly by Maul. Who knows? And uh, cause Maul is back by the way. And then, um, She dies, and now he lost his mother. He lost the the love of his life. Mm -hmm. And Padme, again, they don't really have any chemistry, but it works out in this version because it doesn't matter if they don't have chemistry because they do this, like, trauma bond kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, so Padme loses someone as well. The two of them bond over this. They end up getting together. He rejoins the Jedi. So it's kind of like, OK, a new lease on life. Yeah. And then um, and then Padme's life is like in danger. She mm-hmm. doesn't. Oh, no. Um. Sorry. It, it, sorry. I, I forgot. I changed it instead of it being Padme's life in danger. He starts to show signs of kind of like going towards the dark side because he never fully trusts the Jedi again when he he's, yeah. he's back and he's joining the order, but he does not. He's he's still very critical of the Jedi order. And in my version, he actually turns down the rank of master because the Jedi pull a, with him the same thing that they tried with Ahsoka, Like, hey, cool, you're a master now. And he's like, nah, fuck y'all. I'll stay <laughs> a Jedi because I want to be a peacekeeper, but I'm not like I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid and then obi-wan keeps meeting with padme and anakin starts to get jealous and she decides to leave anakin over all of this and that is the thing that pushes him to the dark side Mm. when when he finds out that she leaves him and he at this point, he is 100 percent convinced that it was Obi-Wan that, that she was cheating on him with Obi-Wan and she gets pregnant and he doesn't believe that they're his. He thinks they're Obi-Wans and he's just like, fuck y'all, Darth Vader. <laughs> so OK, okay. so okay. and then that's how she stays alive so that in Star Wars when or no, sorry, uh, Empire Strikes Back when he asks, like, do you remember seeing your mother? And she's like, yeah, like she she was, I was young when she died, but yeah. So her mother, like she was born, they were both born. And Obi-Wan ends up like maybe through a situation of like, okay, Vader's coming. And I would actually prefer it if it turns out that like Luke had force powers and Leia didn't. And so the reason Leia could stay with her mother was because she didn't have she wasn't strong in the force. So Mm -hmm. Vader wouldn't have, like he could have seen her. He wouldn't have assumed that it was her because remember, he thought it was Obi Wan in the first or he thought he thought that they were Obi Wan's kids in the first place. And then um, but because Luke had, you know, Luke was so high with force, they were like, oh, we can't. We got to move him because if Vader comes around, he'll kill him. So that would make sense for them to hide him. For them to hide Luke away because he like with with uh, with Leia especially they give her the last name Organa there there's no reason for him like he already thought that she was pregnant with um, with Obi-Wan's kid so he's not looking for her so she's free to stay on Coruscant and be raised or Naboo wherever they are you know she's free to stay there and be raised as a princess Whereas because Luke had so many, like, I don't want to say the word, but anyway, because he was so strong in the force and they could. There sense you go. It.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to do with. That's it. That's all you got to do. There you go. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because they could sense he was so strong on the force. They were like, we have to hide him. Yeah. So that's why they were separated. I think all that to me, that scenario makes way more sense. It makes more sense for why he left. And mm-hmm. as opposed to. Padme dying during childbirth and Leia being like, yeah, I remember my mother bits. You were a second old and you're technically younger than Luke. What? Yeah. Like, no, (laughs) you don't remember your mother. Yeah. And so that, that fixes that little loophole right there. It also makes sense as to why they were separated instead Mm -hmm. of both children being raised by someone else. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense why um, Obi-Wan is the one to watch after Luke. Yeah, because he's the one who noticed that he had force abilities and was like, we got to, you know, you got to keep him away from Vader. Yeah. And Obi-Wan could have, you know, like in the second movie, we learned that Luke really, really hated his home planet and he hated sand and all of that shit. And he hated his uh, his step family. So it would have made sense. So if if you just like throw that in there of like, I'll go someplace he'll never look because he'll never go back to that planet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: That would make that makes sense why the kid's <laughs> name is Skywalker. And, you know, it's the same as his. And he's in that same house and everything because Vader would never go there. He would never think to look there. And that is canon, but they don't bother to mention it. So it just sounds dumb. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, you were hiding in plain sight, like literally at his house.
2: <laughs> yeah, know? exactly.
1: But you just you just have to mention it like one more time because they mentioned in the prequels, but just mention it like once and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hide him someplace that he'll never look because he hates, you know, he hates home so much. Yeah. And then, you know, have Leia live until I don't know what happens. Like maybe something in the war, she ends up dying again. You could like you could set that up in the prequels and then kill her in the Clone Wars because yeah. Clone Wars go right up to the end of Episode three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: well, no, you couldn't kill her in the Clone Wars because she got she gave birth in Episode three, but you could kill her off in like Rebels. Because Rebels takes place like 10 years later, I think.
2: She could. Oh, oh, I got it. Oh. Oh, I got it. She could be in Rogue One. She's in the ship and Vader kills her at the very end. Leia still is in the ship with her and Vader kills her off, but doesn't get Leia.
1: Okay, see, the problem with that is now Leia has had like the most tragic backstory in Star Wars okay because she watches she's a teenager and she watches her mom get murdered Uh uh-huh and then she finds out immediately later that her dad got murdered Uh and then she watches her entire planet like get destroyed yes and she discovers that the person who destroyed that the the, not the person but like she discovers a person who was like the most evil person in the galaxy is technically her father like that's a that's so horrible like she's all kinds of ptsd
2: yeah yeah oh yeah yeah but but that would make her still be such an active part even more of an active part in the rebellion you know like she's she like she was a
1: general how much more active do you want her to but get like, she she was a she general she started out absolutely. as a princess but she didn't she didn't
2: do generally things I during the were movies say that.
1: i knew i was like he's gonna say the word generally yeah. I, knew it. I knew it
2: yeah well you know i mean you you i can't have as high caliber uh dad jokes as you okay <laughs> you, you're starting off <laughs> piping hot here i'm just still warming up okay all right
1: enough of this uh, <sighs> golly i'm but, sorry your level of dad jokery isn't to mine
2: well it usually is but you just first off you started the podcast just literally exiting my brains out of the back <laughs> of my squad in rogue one like yeah, I'm, I'm still i'm still recovering i'm still reeling back from all that all right <laughs> like oof. but i feel like because okay we we go with the whole fact that she is not a force user let's let's ride with that let's do that right. i i kind of like that because honestly. To be honest, she didn't have Force powers until the the next trilogy, and it always just seemed like such a back-footed,
1: well, Middle thing in anyway, the Star Wars canon. She does an Empire. When? Remember Where? When, well, um, when Luke reached out when, to her? The only way she was able to hear him and follow is because she had the Force too.
2: Oh, yeah, but that's like... Pfft. That's like a passive thing. That's like, so it's, but like, that's it. She didn't, she didn't do anything. She didn't move anything. She didn't, you know what I mean? Like, it was right. so,
1: like, so wish she watched. She certainly didn't marry Poppins herself back to an airlock. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She didn't, uh, Superman fly, which, uh, yeah, that was so, I, I, well okay we're not even going to get into that we're not because <laughs> we're we're just going to be talking for a long time but let's let's ride with this. let's go okay, okay so she's not force sensitive right. she realizes she has literally the most tragic okay what if Hmm. we got to give her we got to give her a win back right we got to do mm-hmm. that what if because she's not just yeah, remember
1: guy. after all of this shit she ends up getting married gets divorced but it's yeah. okay because she has a son who later becomes the next darth vader her father yes. was darth yeah. vader her son is darth vader why do you hate leia so much
2: i don't i don't so we need we need to we need to we need to have you her know a would back. give
1: her yeah. a win huh. if she had a daughter that was the next luke skywalker oh that would be great
2: that would mm-hmm. be great mm-hmm. or maybe twins that are the best ever and then one of them's bad <sighs> the extended universe just got it right. All so I'm saying
1: better. is, all I'm saying is Ray should have been her daughter.
2: Mm. Yes, absolutely. But they, they dropped the ball on the very first movie on that one, because it's like, how oh, uh, wait. What,
1: uh, they dropped the ball on Ray being the daughter in the first movie. Cause the first movie is how I thought she was the daughter.
2: Yeah. Well, if, if it was going to be her, uh, her mother, it wouldn't have been Han Solo's kid because, why? I get it that he's so like despondent, you know, and like, meh, but like, it clearly shows her getting given away as a child. And I don't care how many years it's been, you're going to recognize your own child. Like, you're going to be like, oh, that's the, that's not the because, kid that I.
1: Well, see, okay. So, in the first place, not necessarily because people change drastically from childhood to adulthood. Some do. Some, like, I look. If you saw me when I was an infant and you saw me now, you'd be like, yeah, that was you. But some people look completely different. Like there are people that I've known for years and I see a childhood picture and I'm like, which one is you? I have no idea. So (laughs) not necessarily in the first place. In the second place, I believe he did recognize her and I believe that she did recognize her. Mm -hmm. For example, one like there are two instances and i just now realized that like if you listen to this podcast the whole month you're probably going to hear me say this every single episode okay so (laughs) the first the first reason is because when she gets off the ship at the end of when she gets off millennium falcon at the end of the movie han is technically what or not i'm sorry not han um chewy is technically walking ahead of her does leia know chewy no shit Mm. who does leia go to and hug first
0: yeah yeah
1: And does Leia look at her like, hey, you're a perfect stranger I've never heard of before, but you just came off my husband's ship? No, she looked at her like she knew her. That was a that was like a motherly hug. Uh,
2: You know what? I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay,
1: so then Han Solo. I always use this very same instance when they're in Taco and they're talking to Maz and what's his name? Uh, Finn just fucked off. And she Ray goes down to where she's about to touch the lightsaber. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As she fucks off, the scene goes back to Han and Maz sitting at the table. Maz looks at Han and goes, who's the girl? And Han gets this weird look on his face. And then the scene immediately cuts. And then we have the scene where she picks up the lightsaber and blah, blah, blah. The very next time we see Maz, Maz is trying to make her take the lightsaber. And Maz is telling her, your past is behind you, but your future is ahead of you. Now, how does Maz know anything about that? Because she didn't, like, when the next time Maz, like, the last time we saw Maz, Maz was asking, who's the girl? Now we see Maz, and Maz knows exactly who the girl is. Maz knows more about the girl than the girl does. Where'd she get that information? She got it from Han Solo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. he did, yeah. They cut
1: away before he actually said anything, but the look on his face kind of gave it away that like, yeah, see, there's this thing. Also, Han Solo is a cranky old curmudgeon. He doesn't give a shit about anybody except for like three people. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Why is it when he gets on the ship and he sees her, he's just kind of like, what the hell? He doesn't shoot her. He doesn't really even get mad at her. He's just like, what the hell? That's his reaction. And then, when she starts helping him fly the Falcon, he has this look like huh, chip off the old block. And then he get, he offers her a job. He even says, I don't ever do this. Why does he offer her a job? Is it because he likes the adorable little like space orphan? To me, no, it's because it's his daughter and he knows it.
2: Jackie, you are making me just so mad because <laughs> that's how it should have been. And I'm just thinking back of the last Jedi and how they were like, nope, nope, nope. Everything I'm gonna subvert every expectation.
1: Mm-hmm. Like also you're, think you're about so me very angry. Thinking of subverting <laughs> expectations. Okay, so in the scene where Han dies, his son yeah. is the one who kills him, right? Yeah. Who's watching? His best friend. And they don't mm-hmm. show Luke's reaction at all. The other person who's watching is like some some kid you just met, and then another person. Why is this other person so affected? He was like a mentor to her. She's only known him a couple of days, but he's already yeah. got this mentor, like father-daughter kind of relationship already, right? Mm-hmm. Almost as yeah. if it was natural, as if it was just easy. They just kind of fell into it. Then there's they the were fact that she can't remember who her parent, what her parents look like because she was so young when she left. Well, remember when Jedi are sent away, they're only like two, they're like two or three when they're sent away. Most two, three-year-olds can't remember things. Yeah. If you were a, if you're, were taken away from your parents and a, from your birth parents and adopted by a family who looks similar to you so that you would never really question it, mm-hmm. and you were raised by them from two, are you going to remember your original parents? See, or I'm a bad example
2: because I have a stupid good memory on, on my childhood. Uh, I remember what words looked like before I knew how to read. I just know how they – I'm weird. I am very weird,
1: but you are very weird. but for the average person, yes,
2: for the average person that doesn't have useless memories in his brain and can't remember what happened yesterday. Yeah, right. I would say I would agree with you. Yes, absolutely.
1: So, and plus remember, she can remember, she knows that her, her parents are gone. She can't mm. remember. It's been so long. Cause at this point it's been like, you know, 15 years. She forgot what they looked like and she forgot who they were, but she remembers that they exist. And I think what happened was, I don't think that it was her parents that left her on Jakku. I think it was Luke. And again, my own personal headcanon, Luke left Mm -hmm. her on Jakku because when Kylo and the Knights of Ren destroyed his school, he was able to find her and he got her the hell out. That's why he didn't bother fighting Kylo, because he was more he was trying to save the kids that were still alive. And there was only one. Yeah, And it was her and he couldn't take her back to her parents because obviously Kylo's going to look there. Yeah. So he had to hide her off somewhere on a desert planet where nobody knows. And if you were to read the book, the force awakens, there's a line when Kylo is talking. Actually, I think they would say it in the movie. I'm not, I'm not sure if they said in the movie, but I know they said in the book um, where someone mentions that a girl from a desert planet got away with the with the plans And he turns and he goes, what girl? And I think that actually happened in the movie. But in the book, um, while he's talking to Snoke, Snoke was like the girl and they mention it. And basically, you understand that Kylo knows who the girl is. Yeah. So Kylo knows who the girl is. Leia knows who the girl is. Han knows who the girl is. And at the very end, Luke looks at her like, oh, it's you. Yeah. Almost like all of Mm -hmm. these people know exactly who the girl is.
0: Yeah, And Chewie,
1: yeah. who w- used to eat people, has taken a liking to her instantly. Is it because of her charming personality or because he saw her as a niece?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Just saying. Well, like, they set and- it up so that it makes the most sense if she is a solo.
2: Well, and that's the thing, too, is that you could even say, like, the reason why she can't remember her parents and everything like that is like, okay, so kylo ren like turns into kylo ren and just massacres the jedi temple the reason Mm -hmm. why she survives is because she uses the force and just protects herself the the knights of ren are killing her or something like that and she just goes blast out now she's a child she's a very very young child untrained right and it's very traumatic for her so literally it's ptsd it's a block and that's why when she touches the say the the, other way
1: Instead of it being that she was so powerful in the force that she saved herself, I mm-hmm. would say, do you remember the force vision she has when she touches the lightsaber? Mm-hmm. Remember, there's a scene where she's standing, and it looks like Kylo protects her from the Knights of Ren.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, you could do
1: that. Yeah. So Kylo is protecting her because Kylo all along, and the reason why they wanted her away from the parents, not because Kylo's going to try to kill her, but Kylo's going to try to turn her. Hmm. So Kylo yes. was never the reason why she's still alive is because Kylo saved her, and Kylo wants to turn her. Yeah, he like that would have been so. He's basically you have him start off as Darth Vader, like he's trying mm. to turn his little sister, and he yeah. wants to raise her, on, you know, to the dark side. Um, yeah. And then if you want to subvert expectations, no, I am your sister, or like no, I am your brother instead of yeah. no, I am your father, and you have her say yes. And she goes to the dark side so the person you've built up to be the the hero is now the villain yeah that's how you subvert expectations and everybody's like and you have that at the end of the movie and now everybody's like okay we have to come back because she's got to come back right right Mm -hmm. right and then no she dies (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah i kill her in my fan fiction i kill her ass off um but so there's an epic battle at the end so what happens is finn is also force sensitive Yes. And um she was he supposed spends... to be
2: all along. Like, why are exactly. they not doing that? Come on.
1: Right. Mm. And um, and so in mine in the second movie, he spends most of it in a coma and because he got sliced up the back with a lightsaber. So he's yes. in a back to tank healing almost the entire movie. And then right when you think like all hope is lost because she has turned to the dark side, and you think Luke might give up, Finn comes out of his coma. So there's a mm-hmm. sliver of hope, but he's he's still untrained. So now the third movie, he's got to be trained, and Luke has to try to Luke has to come back to his grand hope that he had, like he did with his father, that like between he and Finn and his sister, that they can actually you know bring the twins, or not, they don't even have to be twins because they're not twins, they're they're not the same age, but um, that they can bring the solos back to the light side. And what happens is so finn is focusing on trying to bring ray back to the light and everybody else pretty much is focusing on trying to bring because at this point han is dead leia's heartbroken over both of her kids and luke is trying his best to pull both of them back but neither of them managed to do it what ends up And by the way, Snoke doesn't die until the third movie. Luke dies also in the third movie. Um, Luke and Snoke battle it out. They both die. Snoke ends up being killed, not by Luke, but by Ben Solo, who has been redeemed. The reason why he gets redeemed is because Anakin fucking Skywalker has come back in a ghost form. His force mm-hmm. ghost has come to Kylo and explained everything and managed to pull him back to the light. Cause he could sense the light in him manages to pull Ben solo back to the light. So it's not ghost Han solo because this isn't this, the solo Walker story. It's this, the Skywalker series. <laughs> so Anakin Skywalker has to be in all three trilogies. So yeah. Anakin Skywalker comes back as a force ghost and I would have him come back in the second movie and advise Luke. And then in the third movie, he talks to Ben and that's how Ben comes back. So Anakin does technically save. So even if you're like, well, the prophecy was that he was supposed to save them. Yeah, he saves them because he gets Ben to come back to the light. Because if Ben and Ray stayed dark side, that would have been like, Horrible for everything, especially if they killed off Luke and Finn. Now there are no force users. So how does Anakin ultimately save everybody? He brings Ben back to the light, allowing and Ben is the one who kills Snoke. Mm -hmm. Ben kills Snoke and Finn has to kill Rey. Yeah. And so everybody dies except Ben. Now Ben Solo, the redeemed one, is the only Solo living. He's the only Skywalker that's still alive. But Ah, he's got. He's
2: Solo. He's. Yes. solo
1: there there you go congratulations i
2: thought you were doing it i thought you okay listen hey
1: but you know what mine weren't that corny i mean come on (laughs) you just said it you did (laughs) just say he's the only solo you gotta come on anywho um (laughs) so yeah he's the only the only person of skywalker lineage around because you know leia dies too and but she's gonna die in battle she's gonna have an epic death She's going to go out with Admiral Akbar, blaze of glory, that whole thing. And Ben Solo will live and that will subvert expectations because for one, everybody assumed that Ray was going to be the hero and it turned out to be Finn and Ben. And two, now you have a situation where you answer the question of what happened if Darth Vader lived? Because now Ben was a villain. He's notorious for being part of the First Order. Now he's alive. And you can have the next Mm -hmm. series be his re like his he's redeemed. Now what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can
1: build a whole series on that, be it a cartoon or like, if he doesn't want to do full on movies anymore and he just wants to do the cartoon, you know, they do just want to do voiceovers. It can be a cartoon. It can be live action, whatever. But like star Wars can go on forever because now you've got an interesting thing of like, yeah, what would have happened if Vader hadn't died? Like, Because I'm sure he would have been tried or something, you know, like what do you do with the, with an all powerful space wizard that was evil and has decided like, yeah, my bad. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So (laughs) where do you go with that? That's that, that would be
2: interesting. I, well, I kind of like the idea too, though, which I honestly, I think yours is, is pretty excellent there, but I, I I don't want Ray to die. I I think that there's something, something needs to be done with her Mm -hmm. and something needs to be done with her and finn was grossly underused so finn yes. also needs to be he needs to be force sensitive that's what needs See, to to happen. me
1: he always was force sensitive they just kind of ignored it
2: exactly because yes. in the
1: first movie they established that he was force sensitive and then mm-hmm. in the second movie he was just running mm-hmm. around yelling ray yeah and the third movie he was just running around yelling ray <laughs> like,
2: yeah exactly that's he has he a was. secret that he did, he wanted to tell her, and then they just don't ever visit it ever again because they ran out of time.
1: Yeah, but- and the secret that he wanted to tell her was supposed to be that he's Force-sensitive, which, for one, force the super-powerful, like other Force users are supposed to be able to sense another powerful Force user. Yeah. That's why they always say the Force is strong in this one. So yeah. why didn't Rey, the most powerful being ever in the history of the galaxy, why didn't mm-hmm. she sense that he had Force sensitivity?
2: Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Well, and also speaking
1: of force sensitivity, if she, if uh, Leia doesn't have force sensitivity, then it makes sense as to why when Vader was interrogating her, he mm. didn't realize that she was his daughter because she doesn't have force sensitivity. And the fact that she looked like her mother means nothing because again, he's thinking she's Obi Wan's kid. Well, okay. In my
2: going back to the going back to the way the the Leia payback right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I know this is going to be really controversial here. This one's going to be writing. You're, you're not going to want to accept it at first, but.
1: How many times so, are you going to get canceled on one podcast?
2: I know. Right. I know. I know it, it is what it is though. What if, so how does, how does Leia become a general? How, how does she become a general, right? She's Usually how does anybody become a general?
1: Um, well, she's she a princess, but that's a cop out. That's real life that's, as well. It's a cop out. That it's f- not like there's it's, not a precedent. It,
2: yes, but that's a cop out. I want her to earn it. I want her to to actually accomplish something. Are where you going like, to make her shit, go through, through more
1: tragedies? Don't do it. Don't do no. it. Don't send her. No. Through no. More no. Tragedy. She's not. Okay. She's not.
2: She's not. So they are gearing up. You know, uh, at the very end, they've got the plans and everything, and she was directly in that in that instance of Rogue One. Like she understands how bad. The Death Star is going to be, you know, uh, she's she's on the ship. She's going out, which honestly, too, like the whole uh, interrogation where like they blow up Alderaan in front of her. Mm -hmm. I guess like she didn't see it blow up a whole world. So she was pretty shocked to that. She's like, damn, wow. And that's my world. How dare you? But she's the one who destroys the first Death Star, not Luke. Luke tries. Luke tries to do it. She's also gearing up. And she's now like, I've got writing
1: everything. Now, here's
2: the thing. I, and I told you, it's going to be controversial. But uh-huh. she's like, he's like, he's like, no, I got this. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a shot pilot. And she's like, no, I need to be part of this fight, too. I have to. They just they destroyed my entire world. I've got to do this, too. Luke trusts the force, but he's not strong enough yet. He shoots it. And then she shoots right behind him and gets it and it's so kind of like she's not hey, force sensitive
1: she, how does it go in
2: she's that good she's just she's that, that good.
1: good that she can bend a laser because remember that's what had to happen
2: I, I always i always thought that it just like because it was like a plasma ball like i just thought it it hit something and it went in you know whatever it's but, a
1: laser though lasers don't deflect they don't they don't they, deflect and they don't turn the only reason the only well, way that Luke gets that shot, it's explained, is that because he the, force bend, the force, yeah, he used the force. He he bends it. Exactly, because well, when he wasn't bending it, he wasn't making it because it fucking but, laser, and it went right but, past it.
2: That's the thing, though. That's the thing, though, is that, like, okay, going back to Rogue One, though, is that he, he secretly makes a weak point in it. Why would he secretly make a weak point that only someone with the force that could get it? That doesn't make any sense because as far as he knows, there is no force users. There are none. They're all dead. The only ones that he knows of is Darth Vader. That's it. Like, they're all gone. So why would he make a weak point where a force sensitive person had to make it? That's the only way it would have worked.
1: So quick correction. It's not that there are no force sensitive people. It's that there are no Jedi. There's a difference. Not everybody that's force sensitive became a Jedi. True.
2: True. True, so there are force sensitive
1: like, people around, like Maz Kanata is force sensitive. She's not a Jedi.
2: Yes, yes, very true. But what I'm saying is, like, someone that has the the power to actually bend a laser, like, because that that's gone. There's that as far as everyone, because even Han Solo in the in Episode Four, like, he was like, that's all. That's that's all just myth, man. That none of that's real. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty much known, like. Vader killed it all off. Like, yes, there might be people that can feel things out there that, you know, I've got the sixth sense about things, but they can't just dead ass bend lasers, you know? So he wouldn't have made a weak spot for someone to actually bend a laser into a porthole. You know what I mean? It was just a very difficult shot. So that's the change is that Leia is the one that destroys the Death Star. She destroys the tool that destroyed her entire life. Like everything okay. about the Death Star. If
1: you want her is... to be the one to destroy the Death Star, that's mm-hmm. fine, but it would have to be in a non-Force way where like she sets off charges that make the whole planet blow up. Like kind of the way that they destroyed it in um, in Force Awakens where they did it from on the planet and then they left. From in it? Yeah, from okay. inside. Okay. So like if you want her to do that, that's fine. But guess what? You just changed Star Wars because now the hero is no longer Luke Skywalker. It's now Leia.
2: Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> that. Um,
1: you SJW why- <laughs> mother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just like how I just dismissed just all like, the canon. Like
1: forget all of it. Everything has been completely rewritten it's fine. and I'm well, here for it. Okay. Well- Listen, um, Jackie. Would like to they did a Sean, shit job.
2: They did a shit job, anyways, with the regular cannon. So why the fuck not?
1: Be glad you don't have Twitter, because I was just totally just gonna be like, so his Twitter is <laughs> <laughs> well, sharing your email and shit. Hey,
2: <laughs> like, like, yeah, feel my free Instagram, to personally
1: cancel him. Okay.
2: <laughs> my 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 Instagram is casually Sean Ryan. You can slide into my DMs any time of the day. Yep. It's totally fine. I'll love you. You know anyways.
1: what? Anybody with an Instagram just DM him. Cancelled. That's all you got to do. Just DM him, canceled.
2: I, I, I honestly, I, I hope that like, I just get a flood of like, cancel, 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 cancel. I'm like,
1: ah, oh, they times love like me. these. I wish I had like a big audience because I would love it if that happened.
2: Me just dismissing all of them. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Leia's been the, well, who cares, right?
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. But like. <laughs>
2: Because I, I, that's the thing. It was okay. The second Death Star—that's the one where it has to force bend. That's where that's where Luke gets his his own. Because let's face it, Star Wars is all about Death Stars and blowing them up, anyways. So like, that's that's how they do that one. You know what I mean? Like they've got it because they're like, Sh- shit. That was a shit ass design. Just someone with a really good shot could could fucking blow it up. So let's do it differently, and they blow it up a different way. Like they actually have to use the force, and Luke gets it his. But
1: but again, that changes the trajectory of all of Star Wars canon because the Empire Strikes Back begins with Luke being a hero. Yeah. Han is also a hero like Han, Chewie and Luke all get medals at the end of Star Wars. Why? Because they blew up the Death Star. Yes, that would be a completely different movie if it's just Princess Leia getting a medal. And those guys are just like, like, let's face it. If they weren't the heroes, they wouldn't have even been invited to the ceremony.
2: True. True. But so like, you're just
1: canceling I, I Star her, Wars. That's what you're yeah, doing. Yeah,
2: I just, I want, I want Leia to have, cause she never really got it. She never really did. I, so there then there why don't no you flip role.
1: it instead of it being Leia that it ends up destroying the first one, have it be Leia that destroys the second one. So now you can have canon be the same. It's still Luke is still the hero. We still have Han and Chewie in there and Mm -hmm. we still have everything going on. But then Leia is able to blow up the second one from inside.
2: What if what if you did something where Alderaan doesn't get blown up in the first one? A different planet does, but Alderaan gets blown up in the third one. That's what if you don't motivation. do these
1: what ifs anymore? Because you're starting to like you're canceling I, I like yourself. Everyone, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, you know what? Oh, I mean. Pff,
2: what am I getting? What am I getting paid for? You know what I mean? But okay, back to Rogue One. Back you're about to, to get a Rogue bunch One. of
1: canceled on Instagram. I know,
2: right? It's it, it is what it is. You know what? You guys can this you guys can hate on me. Sean. It's fine.
1: Now, Sean canceled this week. Himself. Casually,
2: Sean Ryan is casually canceled. He's gone. He's out of here. Um. But okay, back to Rogue One, and what is so great about it is, first off, it has the best droid in the entire series ever. Uh, you can fight me on that. K2SO. K2SO is the best droid in Star Wars history. Sorry, I, I don't. I cannot take other requests. You can cancel me on that one. Um, I
1: mean, R2D2 is pretty, straight pretty
2: up, cute. R2D2 is awesome. I mean, I have a card that's named R2. I love R2D2, See? but K2SO is a badass. He is amazing he is snarky he is he hits one of the main characters and it was an improv moment and you can kind of see him breaking character because he was like holy shit you hit me in the face like it's great
1: i don't even remember that but moment when was that
2: um it's uh when gosh like after the big battle where they meet um uh the the student of the wells and the other guy with the big ass gun um, they're all M-Lay. done and everything Cheer it. Yes. You really aren't Cheer good it. at names. <laughs> I'm not. No, I am not. Um, like literally, I don't call people who they are. I call them as the actor's name. So it, it is what it is. I'm just really bad.
1: Um, well, the actor's <clears> name is Donnie Yen in this place, in this case.
2: Yes. Donnie Yen. Yes. Um, I I don't know why I couldn't think of that. I, I know him. I, I actually really respect that guy. But anyways, um, they are they have um, Cassian that's right. Yes, yes, his name's Cassian. Cassian. Yeah, um, he's he's with Cassian, and like the stormtroopers show up, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And then like Cassian mouths off, and K2SO is trying not to break character um, that he's actually uh, an Empire droid, and he smacks him in the face, and he's like, "How dare you, you rebel scum!" And literally, that is not scripted, and the guy that's oh, playing okay. Cassian I remember now. like covers his face, and he's like, "What the f-? <laughs> like? Are you yeah, kidding me?" Man? You just- yeah, yeah. So, um, which, by the way, Diego Luna, I'm a big fan of his. He's awesome. But anyways, um, that, just that movie, it has the best Vader fight scene. Like, Yes,
1: it does. That is ever. the best Vader in any Star Wars movie. Yes. Now, granted, Vader, like, throws down in the Clone Wars. But in yes. a movie, that's the best Vader scene ever.
2: He's, because it's terrifying. It's... It honestly it oh, starts that off
1: shot with the red, everything is yes. dark, and then you see his silhouette come through and then the red lights up. I was like, Oh my god, that's the definition of badass. If yeah, you look saying, up badass oh, no. in the dictionary, it's that scene. <laughs> well, because that's the that's thing awesome. is that we never we
2: never got a Darth Vader in the movies where like he is feared. You know what I mean? That's like, ah, yeah. yeah, he's just a big lumbering like dude in a black suit, really. Like, you never really got that. You kind of got it a little bit in Empire Strikes Back, but
1: well you get it he, the the problem is we see him feared but we only see him feared by imperial soldiers we don't yeah. get to see him feared by the general public because usually he's not interacting with the general public in the movies and mm-hmm. the movies yeah. he's surrounded by his own men unless they are you know unless yeah. he's like actively searching for someone like the very first scene we see him in in star wars he's on mm-hmm. an enemy ship but the stormtroopers have already gone ahead and cleared the path. So he doesn't like really interact yeah. with anyone which, until he comes a- across Leia.
2: <clears throat> well, and that's the thing, is like, okay, so we've got we've got Darth Vader in this movie, and Darth Vader's a badass, right? Like he's right. straight up just stole the whole show in like five minutes, and it's the five minutes at the very end. But you also got Death Troopers, which is badass. Like <laughs> Just putting just paint swapping stormtroopers, I never would have thought that would have been as badass as it. It has no business <laughs> being as badass as it is. And they're called right? death the, troopers. The black, Yeah. Yeah. And like I that's mean, the black first is the best color. Minutes. Just saying. It, it, I mean, hey, black is the new black. So but like literally
1: made no sense, Sean. Black is, is black. Black fine. has always it's been fine. black. Black is the new black. It is black is, is just it black.
2: Is. No, black is the new black. Black, it you is. know,
1: black is as awesome as black is
2: you know what and i'm literally wearing all black right now too and i just look down and i'm wearing a black panther shirt so like i am there you go I'm, I'm i'm all about it but um like within the first five minutes you get the death troopers within the last five minutes you get just darth vader force pulling people up on the ceiling and oh cutting my gosh, them straight in half like like, just ripping people to shreds, and they're like, What the fuck are we gonna do? I'm sorry, I cussed, but I mean, really- oh no, how
1: dare you! Yeah, you potty but- mouth, go get some soap and rinse yeah, your shit out.
2: I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna definitely get cancer tonight. How
1: dare you! <laughs> I'm but so like- goddamn ashamed of you right now. I can't even fucking say it. Like, how I, know. I ugh. <laughs> the nerve. But-,
2: but here's the thing it's like, that's the I- they get all that. They do all that, and he it's doesn't just, mean
1: everyone, everybody. Just, just throwing it out yeah. there. He is yeah. for explicit. Yeah. You know. Continue.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, like it's just that's what makes this movie so great is that it, it subverts your expectations and the fact that like really the only four season you see is just Vader just
1: annihilating
2: doing the damn thing. He you know, is.
1: Just, he's he just, is mm, like, he and then you see later, oh, yeah. but I get it. I feel it. Like- and like, and
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but and then and then you get Leia, who's they they CGI her. And to be honest, like I saw it, I I saw the the and doesn't look bad. Like even still, like and that was a couple of mo- uh, years ago. You know, I'm like okay, like you know
1: what? that gets me is so many people complain about um about uh I almost said Mon Mothray, but um um Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Everybody complains about Grand Moff Tarkin looking horrible. I honestly thought it was an actor. I didn't know that it was CGI. When the first, like, two times I saw the movie, I did not catch it. But I immediately yeah. knew that there was something off with Leia. I was like, that's... Well, odd. it wasn't
2: in the best lighting because it the, was the, all light. Yeah, like, that's the
1: problem. It was Everything it. was white, so that just shows everything. Yeah. But with him, at least he was in the shadows a lot. Everything was mm-hmm. very dark. It was grayscale. I didn't yeah. catch the, like... The funny thing is, like when I first saw him, I was like, wait, isn't he dead? Like that was the first because he it it looked so real to me. Yeah. I was like, isn't he dead? And then I thought, oh, they must have gotten an actor that looks just like him. Like, that's really good makeup. I had no idea it was CGI. And everybody else is just like, that's obvious, and it was horrible. It hurts my brain. I'm like, well, my brain's dumb because they believed it. (laughs)
2: Yeah. It's like I I I yeah, honestly, it it looks great. Like, it's not. And I think it aged well, like they did it in in a way where it's like, okay, yes, obviously as computer graphics get better and better, we're going to get more and more spoiled, you know? Yeah. Um, But I think like they did a really good job. Like they did it artistically. Um, Leia was rough, but I even still think then I'm like, yes, I can tell it's fake, but I think it's still pretty good. Like it's still, it still holds up a little bit and it's, it just kind of kind of ties it in where it's like okay this movie ends and episode 4 begins you know it's like it's yeah. right after and i just loved that that they really tied it in that much and they're even tying in just little easter eggs like um like Ezra ship from uh from from rebels is mm-hmm. in the final battle scene um in, in space which by the way that space um scene is honestly one of the most exciting like space Battles in Star Wars, I think, as well. Like, which it's,
1: which one um, are you talking? about? Which movie when, are you talking about? Uh,
2: Rogue One, Rogue One. Oh, so, okay.
1: For a second, like, I thought you went to Rise of Skywalker, and I was like, oh, "What was no, no, wrong with you?"
2: No, 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 okay. no. Okay, this one, okay. like, We're there's good. tension. People are dying when they shouldn't be, or
1: everybody dies.
2: They they think they're not, and it's like it's dire. Everybody dies, and honestly, like that's what I like about it is that like stakes are fucking high. Like they are just. Not everyone's gonna make it out. No one's gonna make it out. That's on that damn planet. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like
1: scared bye bye. I just,
2: I just l- love the premise of that movie. Like it's just it's dire. and it's there was dark. no
1: forced, awkward love situation no.
2: No, Jin Erso and Cassian did not have a love interest. Yes, they hugged at the end, but it wasn't a romantic hug. It was
1: it was a uh, hey, we're, we're gonna dead. Now. <laughs> I,
2: yeah, we're going to die.
1: I, I I feel I don't want to be
2: alone when I die. Please. Yes, please be here. that's um, yeah,
1: that, exactly. That's like the best you could hope for is that they knew they were going to die. They died quickly, but they died together. So yes. that's like, you know, best case scenario. And they died for a good cause. They saved yes. literally billions of lives because of the planets that. Would have been annihilated by the Death Star, but you yeah. know they got the plans out.
2: Exactly, exactly. So, okay, I, I wanted to talk about Best this case here. Um, I, I, I was like, hey, Jackie, I want to do Rogue One, and I'll mention a little game called Dark Forces. Um okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about it here. Now, Dark Forces came out way long time ago. It was a DOS game. Didn't even run on Windows. Like that's how old it was. Wow. Um, Yes, very, very old. Um, <clears throat> so I was very young. Um, but I remember that in Dark Forces, you actually play the guy that gets the Death Star plans. So that's that's the whole premise, is that you're uh-huh. this guy called Kyra Katarn and you go and get the Death Star plans. That's the whole kind of premise of the game, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up on my memory here because that was when I was seven years old. I was kind of learning how to read at that time. So like, let me just, uh, freshen up here. Um, it's not about him getting that star plans. Uh, that is the first ass level. So <laughs> it's not about that. It's about way other different. Th- uh, he, the, the empire makes new stormtroopers called, um, uh, not death troopers. Um, I can't remember now, but, they're just, they're, they're not people, they're robots and they just kill everything. So that's the whole point of the game. So the first level is you going into like an office building pretty much and stealing the death star plans. And then you give it to them and you're like, Hey, okay, let's, let's make a game out of this. So, um, that's it. That's all dark forces is sorry. I, I, I hyped it up. I thought that it was all about getting the plans, but it's not. So there we go.
1: (laughs) So all uh, of this was completely pointless.
2: Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why when you were all like, "I didn't watch it," like, "Oh no," I'm like, "Yeah, it's okay." <laughs> so like that's fine because it really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah," it's that that was the first level, um, and it was to get you introduced to how to actually shoot and point things and, and shoot them. So, um, I was gonna go on a big rant too because Kyle Katarn, actually, in the game canon like he actually is force sensitive um and he because obviously they're like okay we need to make a game where he doesn't just shoot things we got to give him a lightsaber right so he actually helps build the jedi academy with luke so that's pretty much the whole summary arc of kyle katarn um Mm -hmm. which i honestly think they should put him in this universe somehow because
1: wasn't he in a book because that name sounds familiar, but I have never, he might've been in anything with the look of the video game.
2: Like literally like how he ends up in, in his, his whole arc is he's like Luke Skywalker's right-hand man. Like he is like Luke's like, Hey, I need to go off and do something. Can you run this Jedi Academy? And he's like, Yeah, you got it, buddy. Like, you go and do your force stuff. I got this. I'm really powerful. And he's also in the games, he's actually because everyone's like, Ahsoka uh, Ahsoka's the gray Jedi, right? Like everyone's like, Oh, Ahsoka's did. I'm like, mm, no. Kyle Katar did it first.
1: No, um, uh, so yeah, Ahsoka's not a Jedi. She's not a gray Jedi. She's just not a Jedi.
2: Okay. Okay. She well, just
1: like I said, she left the Jedi Order.
2: Yeah. So she's yeah.
1: still force sensitive. And she's pretty powerful as as a yeah. force user, but she's not a gray Jedi.
2: Well, I mean, I've I've because again, like I haven't watched it, so I don't know. But that's how I, that's what I have read or what I've oh, heard bro. in YouTube and shit is like, well, yeah, she's a great Jedi. Like that's why she's that,
1: but she's not. Yeah, she's, she left the Jedi order. She's not a Jedi at all. And yeah, she even just, says like that. That's kind of her tagline: is I'm no Jedi.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's, she's not, but I mean, people, people have said that and they're like, Oh, she's the first one. I'm like, "My am like, because his whole thing is, I mean, you have to think of gameplay in mind, right? Like, it's like, okay, you can't just be a light side Jedi, right? You got to have the force lightning. You got to have the force choke cause that's all fun. Right. <laughs> he is like, I can be at peace with myself and I can use both sides, you know? Um, I so can in canon,
1: if you're gonna mm-hmm. go like chronological canon,
2: mm-hmm.
1: technically the first one is Mace Windu.
2: I could see that. Yeah, yeah, because
1: he used Vapad, which mm-hmm. is a um, it's it's essentially the judo of the force, where mm-hmm. like a dark side user would do something to you, and you would redirect that energy back to them. So mm-hmm. technically, you are wielding the dark side, but it's not corrupting you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as
1: long as you which is why he was always kind of cranky. Yeah. Because he had like one foot in each.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but he had like he leaned into the light side, but he would dip his toes into the dark side.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Vader would do the same thing, you know, like when he murdered people. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> when he killed children. Yeah. When he killed, yeah, you know, when he killed them all, God. the women. And the children. Yeah, that so. made
2: no sense. It's like, hey, I'm really upset that like my wife is gonna die. Oh, you know what's gonna be great? I'm gonna kill children. I was that's actually talking before better. that.
1: Before he oh. went bad, oh. he was still a Jedi. Remember when, when he killed we, when his mother died, and he killed all the sand people?
2: Yes. Well, and that one made sense because he's angry. He's like, yeah. Yeah, but that's like, still
1: that's the anger yeah, is the path to the dark side.
2: Yeah, you killed my mom, but like the yeah. anger on killing the younglings. It's a little misplaced he
1: killed, He literally said like that's what he said though he with the sand people he killed all of them including the women and the children
2: oh yes absolutely and i'm, I'm agreeing with you that one yes it's anger
1: genocide anger. yes absolutely. <laughs> oh so you're one genocide. of those you're like an American imperialist like i don't know we can kill the people over there but he killed these people no. too like that's what, no, that's no, no. what i'm saying narrative
2: like i'm saying narrative like it just doesn't make any sense like like literally like i get though it's bad it's still bad he's still straight up marked everybody in the sand people like that's not good definitely not good not saying it's good but <laughs> killing younglings while they're like hey teacher and he's like yo i'm gonna kill you all so i can save my wife like
1: what that well now okay sense. at this point when he went to kill the younglings at the jedi temple he had he was already darth vader he was already bad but even as darth vader doesn't make any sense like they. Need it does to- though because as darth vader he now pledged allegiance to the emperor but who was darth sidious what, he was his if, apprentice and he was if, given an order to go clean out the jedi all of what, them what if they and the reason why you start with the kids is because number one they're easiest they're the easiest prey and number two they're easiest prey you know where they are and they're not going to be scattered to the winds number 2 <laughs> Just like every biblical prophecy, you never leave one alive because if you leave a child alive, he's gonna come back and kill you later.
2: Well, what if though? Okay. So we, we go with, with your with your headcanon that it's Obi-Wan, you know, that he's 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 hot and heated that Obi Wan is is like uh sleeping with, with Padme, right? Mm-hmm. Or he thinks that. So they're both Jedi's at that point, right? So Obi Wan mm-hmm. is no longer mentoring Anakin. Obi-Wan is getting older now. So he's teaching the younglings. So, and he's grown quite fond of them during the movie. Like, he's like, you know what, Anakin, like before Anakin turns, like he's like, he's making these side comments. Like, you know what? Like I'm feeling really fulfilled. Like I'm, I'm teaching the new, the future, you know? Yeah. And, and Anakin's like, yeah, yeah, you know, but cause here's the thing is that like, he's not, you you've got to have motives like you can't just be like well i'm going to kill these children because uh they told me to you know it's just not going to work the clones kind of made sense because they had it hardwired into them to be uh, fiercely loyal like the order 66 like they had to like uh-huh. it was hard coding in them anakin being a human still and not half cyborg where you know they could have that trickery where it's like the the empire or the emperor's like listen if you don't do it i'm going to hurt you really bad with your suit you know, like, so then, then he does it. Then you don't do it. You go like, you know what? I'm going to rip away what Obi-Wan loves too. He took away my, my chance of having children. These are his children too. I'm going to kill them. That's how you do it. That's how you make it narratively make sense. Cause he can't just be no, like, I
1: agree with you on that. I think you're right. It would make more sense. Um, what you just did was you just exposed the exact reason why I changed, why he turned because his turn to me, Once he turned, whatever he does after that is justified by the fact that he turned. So Mm -hmm. you've got to justify why he turned. And the problem is the prequels didn't do that.
2: No, they did not. They did
1: not justify why he turned. It doesn't make sense that he turned to keep Padme from dying when he almost killed her himself.
2: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Exactly.
1: And then on top of that, when you find out in episode nine, force healing is a thing. And that just blows the entire reason for everything. He didn't have to turn to yes. Darth Vader because the Jedi actually knew of force healing. And if Rey was able to figure it out literally without any training, then I'm sure the Jedi Order already knew how to do it. And we're using it on the regular, which means Qui-Gon didn't have to die. All of this makes no fucking sense because of Rise of Skywalker. Anyway, yeah. sorry, that yeah. little, little side tangent. I hear you. This is what happens? This is why we were supposed to talk about fucking Rogue One. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but well, I mean, because that's the thing. Is like, I, it's Rogue One's my my favorite my favorite movie because it doesn't have to deal with this for, force bullshit. Like it just doesn't, and
1: it's not the force that's off. The force is fine. It's the fact that people don't understand the force and write movies about it. That's the thing,
2: and people don't know how to fuck write it up. the force. That's 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 what I mean about the force bullshit. Is like the force as a, as an entity is a great great idea, but people just just go crazy with it and they don't understand the boundaries and and the ramifications of it but like rogue one is very grounded it's very okay yes there are space wizards out there but we're going to talk about the people that actually like don't have any superpowers and they have to do great things to save the universe like Uh because you don't have to have these these crazy powers to to make a difference to make a huge difference like no as long as you're willing to
1: sacrifice your life and go on a suicide mission you too can be a hero
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, it's like I, you don't have to go on a suicide mission. But hey, that's how that one turned out. But it's like, uh, yeah, like like the Mandalorian. Like that's honestly why I love the Mandalorian so much. Is yes, he got the child, and yes, he does do force things. But it's mainly about the Mandalorian being just a badass. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I like this part of Star Wars because with the force and everything and you've got people that can heal and you can't heal and it's all over like it's just it's too messy let's let's bring it back down to the ground let's build ourselves back up people can use the force people can be sensitive to the force like um Donnie Yen Donnie Yen that's it okay. um, Donnie Yen is force sensitive and he uses the force so He's, that he can make the walk not to though. He's well. He is, and he isn't. Like he's so force the way the way other. I see
1: it is that he's not force sensitive, but with him being such a student of the force, he's like a force mm-hmm. acolyte, right? And so the yes. force protects him. Notice he doesn't do anything to get the force to protect him, but the force is just like he's a good guy. He's all right. We're gonna we're gonna clear yeah. the path for him.
2: We're, we're but the force. Sure- he's
1: not wielding the force. Is what I'm saying. No, he's like, the not. force he's is not. just deciding like yo. We're going to we're going to let some shit like we're going to move some shit out of the way. But, you know, Mm -hmm. like he still died. He still got killed, but he was able to fulfill his mission. And the force, what I think happens is like, again, He's not wielding the force, but he's allowing the force to guide him. So the force is kind of like saying, like, turn your head right now. Kind of well, like an intuition kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's not wielding force the force. Force is more but the using force is him. Wheel- yes. Exactly. exactly. Like the yes. force
1: is wielding him. He's not wielding the force.
2: Yes, yes. But that's a thing, though, is like that's what I that's what I dig. When I'm saying like force sensitive is that he's becoming the instrument of the force. He's not using the force as an instrument. So right. like that's what I I want to see. That's the things that like. I don't want to see these overpowered OP characters that are like straight up blowing, you know, ships out of the sky using force lightning and then like, no, Chewie's not really dead, but like, haha, made you look, you know, like just things like that. Like, I just, I want to see really good writing and yes, the force can be in the writing. Absolutely. But it's not, it's not this overpowered stuff. It's like, okay it's influenced me so that this could happen so that the greater narrative can happen, you know, like that's, that's what I want to see. That's, that's why this movie is like my favorite movie. Even I've even heard like that, a theory that Han Solo isn't a Jedi, of course, or anything like that, but the force is sensitive with him. That's why he's such a great pilot, you know?
1: Oh, you must not have seen oh, Solo. Then. I think like that theory. I kind of don't all at the
2: same time. I, I don't talk about Solo. Okay. Cause have Solos. you seen
1: Solo? Because that's why he's such uh, a great pilot. He's not. It's I have. the ship. It's the Millennium Falcon.
2: Yes, it's the Millennium Falcon because the Millennium Falcon is actually a person now. It's not
1: well, she's a sentient uh, robot.
2: I know. She's the
1: one who's doing all the crazy like maneuvers. It's not Han at all. Han's Han is hundred percent unremarkable in his entirety. There's nothing force sensitive about him. Yeah. All of the lucky stuff is the ship. It's not he's not even a great pilot. He's just a pilot. That's what happens when yeah, you overdo I, it. <laughs> that's what that's what they did in solo. Yes. His name is now it's not his given name. It's was given to him because he was alone. Um he which means alone. there have to be tons of yeah, solos because there are a lot of people I'm sure that went through there that didn't have you know that were by themselves. <laughs> um, it was the
2: movie no one asked for and no one exactly. wanted and we got yes. it anyways. Yes. And I don't I'll like it. Disney and i don't
1: Um, yeah it is it was exactly that it was the movie no one asked for and when we saw it we were like "Eh, it wasn't bad it just wasn't good and it also wasn't necessary (laughs) like we didn't i don't need to know that han got his blaster from a dude throwing it to him Like i don't give a shit
0: yes yeah
1: i didn't need to see the castle run we could, you don't need to see every single thing. It's cool. Sometimes, honestly, I think the thing that was the coolest thing about Han Solo was that he was a man of mystery. We didn't yeah. know his past mm-hmm. and we didn't need to know his past. We didn't ask. Um, yeah. And I think that's one, the, the one thing that Star Wars was really good at. You could kind of start in the middle of a story and take off and it's still a good story.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, that's the whole point of Star Wars. I mean, it started in the middle.
1: It exactly it's, yeah. exactly and that's that's my point like you and that's what like the mcu was trying to do now that's why they're like yeah we're gonna get away from origin stories which is why when spider man first he just shows up and he's already yeah. got the powers he's here mm-hmm. he's got it let's do this but then he yeah. still has lessons he can learn even though he didn't he's not learning his powers he's still yeah. stepping into his role as like like am i a teenager or am i a superhero yeah. You know, exactly. And and yeah. that's the th- like so it's showing that you don't have to go like, hello DC, are you listening? We don't need to watch everybody die again. If I swear to God, that's the worst part about about uh not Justice League, but uh Batman v Superman is watching the Waynes die again. Come on, man. You should have had the you should have had the Joker killing off Nightwing, but whatever. Or not Nightwing, sorry, Jackie. Uh, Robin Jackie. Yes,
2: the, you're wrong. It's not that's not the worst part. The whole goddamn thing is the worst part. I'm sorry, <laughs> but let's just throw that away. OK, uh, okay. I just
1: how dare I? It,
2: yeah, <laughs> the whole thing, the whole. It, but you have to
1: admit possible. it would have been a lot better if instead of the opening scene being the Wayne's dying for the millionth time, but this time in slow motion, if it had been a fast paced chase between Joker and Batman and or between Joker and Robin batman shows up joker kills robin
2: oh yeah yeah that would absolutely. have been
1: way better because now we would have understood we would have been in in batman's headspace as to why he's killing people now or why he's yes. branding people
2: he's yeah but just saying nothing, nothing about that movie was good nothing i'm gonna I change
1: mean, the name of this podcast to jp rewrites <laughs> 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 i just gonna I keep rewriting just shit it, just in my it. own canon yeah.
2: <laughs> jp rewrites sean tries gets canceled <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: This week with Canceled Sean. <laughs> yes,
2: Casually Canceled Sean. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You've
1: got to change the name of your podcast. Uh, casually, casually Canceled.
2: canceled. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, man. They're, they're, they're like getting into it. They're like, oh, he's got to be so forward thinking. And then I'm over here just like, yeah, you know what? Leia destroys the Death Star. That's what it is. That's what we're doing.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, oh. Fuck all of Star Wars canon, even the yeah. OT. We're just going to yeah. change everything. Just yeah, let's just, it. 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 Nope. let's just do it. Fuck it. Let's just do it nope nope
2: i'm down i'm down
1: casually cancel Uh, sean
2: because like (laughs) listen not a right star wars anyways so not even george ass lucas so (laughs) it's it it is what it is well i'm I'm over here making i'm gonna be like the villain of the podcast apparently at this point like
1: (laughs) you're so good at it that's (laughs) okay so Let's get back to Rogue One and wrap it up. Is there anything? Yes. We already talked about the coolest part, obviously, which is Vader. Yes. Um, yes. We've talked yes. about the fact that everybody dies. About mm-hmm. Kirit Mway, for whom I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. Um, we talked about how badass he is. Yes. And how the Force wielded him. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. Um, and I feel like we didn't talk any at all about the main characters. <laughs> Well, it said nothing true. about dinner so like at all
2: imagine uh, or so like she uh, she's okay. kind of in it honestly first off uh they did her a real big disservice that like they didn't put her biggest catch line into the movie which is like i rebel like i don't think she says it in the movie i remember seeing it in 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 the trailers and i was like oh my god this girl like no it's like she doesn't say it in the movie. Well, I mean,
1: how can you fit that in? You have to give at least twenty-five times that they mention hope.
2: Yeah, it's true. You know,
1: I will. There was just no room.
2: You know (laughs) what I did like though? I did like uh, Cassian being kind of a shady ass good guy. You know? Yeah, there's shades of
1: gray. Yeah. You know what? I remember when this movie first came out, and I saw it the first. My first impression of it was, this is a war movie. Yeah. And I know it's weird because it's like, yeah, they're all war movies. They're Star Wars, but none of them felt like war movies. They felt like Mm. adventures, like sci fi Mm. adventures. But Mm -hmm. this was a war movie. Yeah. It happens to take place in space.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was
1: like, it's the opposite. It it totally flipped it on its head. It was like, it's kind of like what, um, of course, I have to go back to the MCU. See, when we talk Star Wars, now I have to mention the MCU. That's how it works. okay. (laughs) Um, so um, it's kind of like what the Winter Soldier did with the MCU. Everything was like there's this formula and then Winter Soldier comes out and goes 1970 spy film. And you're like, what? And it worked. And it's like the best one. And Rogue One kind of did that because Rogue One, I was like, that was an actual war movie.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, and it's like okay, you have got the bad guy, Urso, right? Like, and he's not really a bad guy. He Jyn just the, got
1: Jinn is the daughter, Galen.
2: Oh, uh, Galen. Technically, Erso, sorry, the bad so... guy
1: is Krennic. Yes, Galen, it is. It is Krennic. Yeah, Galen but, is the dad for Galen Erso. Paper, is her dad, but on, he but the is, bad guy is Krennic.
2: But like on paper, though, and in the public eye, Gaelic is the the guy that just he's the horrible person that created this terrible weapon that the empire uses to can, to become the empire, right? Okay, like, I don't
1: think it's necessarily in the public eye because he's just a scientist in the public eye. I don't think the public true. knows who the hell he is. I think as far as like the rebellion is concerned, he's the bad guy yes, because he yeah. created it. But exactly. if you look at it objectively, he's not a bad guy. He was I mean, it's it's the empire like he yeah. was just a scientist and he was forced to do a job. He even tried mm-hmm. to run away. Yeah. That's why you know he left and had his family, but they caught up to him and they were like, "No, bring your ass back. You're gonna finish."
0: Yeah. So yeah. he,
1: I don't think he's like. I think they don't the rebellion sees him as a bad guy because he did finish it. But again, he was just doing his job, and they already murdered his wife. If he didn't comply, they would have murdered his daughter too.
2: Well, that's the thing though, is that like you have that mystery though in the very beginning of the movie. Obviously, it gets revealed pretty soon it's like hey no i actually i built a weak spot i'm not a bad guy you know but like jen didn't get raised by him anymore you know what i mean she got she got raised by a honestly like like a darth vader type person on the rebel alliance by saw guerrera where he's half machine half and he's extreme he's an extremist where even the rebel alliance is like yo dude like, you, you went a little too far. And he's yeah. like, no, like, this is the worst thing ever. This is what we need to do. This is very much what we have to do. And like, that's who she got raised by. You know did what I mean? Did you
1: make it to the Clone Wars where he was introduced? Because he was actually introduced in the Clone Wars. I did not. No,
2: I okay. haven't gotten, um, gotten to him yet.
1: There is a battle where Ahsoka is on the ground helping people. Um, mm-hmm. And she's in his village. She meets a kid that she likes. Um, She Mm -hmm. like, like, likes him. But, you know, she's a Jedi, can't have relationships. Um, And then there's this girl like when so she she, like a couple episodes before she had met this kid before. And then um, and the kid is like royalty for the other side. So, you know how, like in the Civil War, before it was revealed that it was, um, you know, like when the Clone Wars there are two sides yeah. and you've got the separatist side, which are the, you know, air quote, bad guys led by, um, led by Tyrion old. Oh, he's Darth Tyrannus, but to them, he's count Dooku. Uh-huh. Um, so you've got the separatist side and he's like an imperial, he's like a, a noble son of like a separatist. And then of mm-hmm. course she's on, you know, on the Republic side. Yeah. And, um, so she met him a while ago and she's, you know, she likes him and you can see like, Oh, she likes him. And then the next uh, time we see him, he's with her helping this village fight back. And um, there are these rebels and there's this girl, um, this black chick that the, the boy that Ahsoka likes, he falls for her. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a love triangle, but not really because Ahsoka's like, well, I'm a Jedi, so I can't do it anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she
1: just backs off. But you could tell she was just like this bitch. Um, and so, yeah. but she go, you know, she still helps them. And um, the girl has a brother. And the brother is Saw Gerrero.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And you see, and Ahsoka teaches them how to fight. Ahsoka and the, the other boy teach them how to fight. But they were already, like, they are, like, the definition of rebels, like, guerrilla style. Because they don't have any Jedi. They don't have, them. like, they're fighting their military. So they're, like, definition they of rebels. Like, yeah, they are yeah. going after them. And um, Ahsoka and uh, a couple other people go down and help them. But they can't like it's a situation where she's not there on as an official capacity as a Jedi. So it's not like the Jedi forces are there. It's more like she and a couple other people have to show them how to fight more efficiently so that Mm -hmm. they can like, you know, surround the enemy and take them out Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And um, I think in the process, the sister dies. Ah and saw guerrero is left um and he that turns him like he was always a hothead but once his sister died like that turned him bitter
2: yeah he's like all right enough of this so yeah
1: yeah, so that's why he keeps going too far like he was always he always wanted to go too far but his sister was there to pull him back she was his older sister she was there to kind of you know like rein him in a little bit but then when his sister dies he's like you know fuck it so Yeah. yeah but the reason why he's like that is because again they were true rebels they're on a planet where they you know the empire is trying to kill them or trying to enslave them and they were fighting back with like rocks
0: yeah so they, they um don't have anything yeah, yeah so he
1: he earned his you know rebellion cred he was like the first group of rebels to actually start fighting back on their home planet cuz what yeah. would happen is um it wasn't they weren't the empire yet but it was the separatists the separatists mm-hmm. would come and be like okay we're gonna take over. You're all gonna be basically our slaves. And if you don't like it, we'll just kill you all. Yeah. And they were one of the few planets that actually fought back. Yeah. And of course, their you know their whole army got wiped out. But they like the citizens were like, "No, fuck you. We're still not going down." So yeah. that's his story. And um, due to Ahsoka and the, uh, a few other Jedi's help, they were able to actually take back you know, his planet. And then he just started going from place to place, like helping people fight him because mm-hmm. they drove the separatist off. But then once the, like the story is, cause you hear tales of him, you don't see him again. I think you see him like one more time, but yeah. um the story is that like, once the empire, you know, once uh, Palpatine took over, And created the Galactic Republic. And it was unified under him. And he was doing like all this horrible shit. He was going. He was essentially the beginning of a rebellion. He would go from planet to planet. Helping people rebel. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. And that's why like he would, you know, get blown up. And then he'd get a replacement leg and shit like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But like hes I mean, just like how his physical thing. Like he breathes, you know, like just like Darth Vader has a respirator. Like he's like the rebel version. I mean, he's not a Jedi and he's not like that. But like he's pretty much like an adjacent version of like, okay, this is what war does to you when you are all in, you know, and you are ruthless, you know, yeah. like you lose your humanity and you become a machine of war, you know, so. And
1: and I like the fact that that lesson was also taught to us by Cassian.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I mean, that's the thing. That's why I like this movie so much is that it's just so deep. Like it's very, not just a space adventure, you know, like that's that's what I find so frustrating with the the new trilogies and even the prequels a little bit too. Like it's like there wasn't any depth to it. It was just like okay, we need to tell the story. So here's the story with the prequels. That's how it always felt. Where it's like okay, we got to get to we got to get to point B. So here's point mm-hmm. A, and we're, it's just we're gonna paint by the numbers kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like there was no depth to it. Where the the last trilogy, it's like. They tried to be deep, but they just got convoluted, you know, like that's well, because they,
1: it contradicted itself and it contradicted all the movies that came before it.
2: Exactly. Well, because they didn't have a plan. They literally wrote exactly. each movie as it was coming out. They didn't have an overarching plan. Kevin Foggy should have been involved at some point and been like, guys, what are you doing? Like, well, he couldn't have because at the time when these movies are being
1: planned, he was doing Endgame.
2: Yeah, he was. He was. Yes. So but let's, leave, someone let's knocked, leave
1: the MCU alone because well, no, no, no. Someone should have well.
2: just knocked on his door and been like, hey, uh,
1: Kevin Feige, can you just, can you just, hey, how do you do this?
2: And he would be like, okay, see, this is how
1: I do it. And they'd be like, okay. okay you want to know something back. really funny?
2: Huh?
1: Kevin Feige started out the exact same way Kathleen Kennedy did. The difference is, Feige, the reason why Feige is so successful is because he has a commitment first and foremost to the story. Yeah. He wants to make sure that the stories are told in a manner where you can't do it beat for beat, but you can get the same feel. Everybody's, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the main point happy. is that you, yeah, every, the main point is that you get, you learn the same lesson. So if the comic has some kind of lesson to learn, you learn that lesson still. And that the feeling of the story still works. Mm-hmm. Like, look, at Civil War he can't put every character in civil war that's in civil war, but he was still mm. able to get the exact same feeling from it.
2: Yes. Yes. The yeah,
1: feeling of captain America versus iron man. And he, again, they didn't even do the superhero registration act or the 50, um, you know, the 50 state initiative. They didn't do any of that. They just did the Sokovia courts, but it had the exact same effect. It was yes. the same feel. Well, and Feige think- focused on figuring out how to get the right people in place to tell the right stories because here's the thing everybody says oh the uh, the sequel trilogy for star wars didn't have the same directors but look look at how many different movies are in the mcu and how many different directors there are doesn't matter
2: yeah well that's the thing is like i think so they do have someone that's like kevin faggy faggy from ah, wow yeah, yeah. Like old Kevin. That's what I'm gonna call <laughs> him now. Um, and it's not Kathleen Kennedy, it's the guy that's supervising the Mandalorian. Um, it, there's there's a special on Disney Plus that like talks about this guy. I don't know his name, but like he gets it. He is gets it. John it and,
1: Favreau or Dave jo- or uh, No, it's Dave not Filoni. John Favreau.
2: Maybe Dave Filoni. Um
1: he's Dave Filoni is the one who did um so I think John Favreau is the sh- the, the runner for the yeah. Mandalorian. And then Dave Filoni, um, he's, I don't know his official role, but he he helps the Mandalorian. He helps work on the Mandalorian as well. Yeah, it's
2: Dave Filoni. Um, yeah. And he's yeah.
1: the one who did, he directed the Clone Wars all seven seasons.
2: Yeah, yeah. So
1: when he's involved, like it's good, it, obviously like the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. He also is probably the one person who understands Star Wars as well, if not better than George Lucas. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And Kathleen Kennedy, like the reason why the MCU works so well is because, again, Kathleen Kennedy and Kevin Feige start. They came up the exact same way they came up through like because Kevin Feige started in Sony. He started out as a producer working under greater under great directors and greater producers. And he just learned from them. He like his first foray into superhero movies was like Sam Raimi. Yeah. Was working with Sam Raimi on Spider-Man. And then he was like, oh, what if we made it better? You know?
2: Yeah. (laughs) And so. Made it where it's not a compromise every step of the way.
1: Okay. Right. And the, the difference is his whole thing was he had a commitment to the story. Yeah. But with. Kathleen Kennedy, I feel she has this like grandiose sense of herself. Mm -hmm. And rather than caring about the story, she Mm -hmm. cares about her legacy. Yes. And I feel like she wanted her legacy to be like, I'm the one who brought women to Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So it was all about that. And it hadn't like, she didn't give a damn about the story, if it worked or not. She wanted her characters, her legacy characters, to be there. And it's like, okay, this is your legacy. It's shit. You suck. Because yeah. you had, and yeah. think about it, like, when Feige, what is the best part about Marvel, aside from the casting? The best thing about Marvel is the fact that Feige is able to figure out the right writers and the right directors mm-hmm. to work on the movies. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, like, okay, you have a couple of people, like, you have, you know, Marcus and McFeely, who've worked on all the Captain America stuff, but yeah, they didn't work on every Marvel movie. But what he does do is... Yeah. If there's a character that was written by someone like Marcus and McFeely, like Captain America, and you have a movie that Captain America is going to be in the the Marcus and McFeely are consulted on Captain America's lines. Mm -hmm. And like um, like when you do Endgame, Marcus and McFeely wrote Endgame, right? And they wrote Infinity War. okay. but who wrote the lines for the Guardians of the Galaxy characters or at least who influenced those lines? James Gunn. Why? Because he's the one who writes the he's the one who writes the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. So Kevin Feige had the, the sense to be like, hey, let's keep these characters consistent. So it does feel like it's the exact same characters in every single movie, even though it's a different writer, even though it's a different director. So it can be done. There are way more movies in the MCU and it feels way more coherent and way more connected than the simple three movies of the Mm -hmm. trilogy and by the way everybody's like different directors different writers the same dude who directed the first movie directed the third movie there's literally just one change of directors but kathleen kennedy stepped in and was like hey i want you to do whatever you want originally she had different people like it was supposed to be um was it josh trank i I know yeah yeah Yeah. i think he, he was involved at one point she went through like 10 different directors for like four different movies. Yeah. She just kept firing people when they like, these are people who had a vision. And when you hear later on what they were going to do, you're like, that's better than what we got. Mm-hmm. All of the, like everything. And like, uh, who was it? Lord and Miller. They were going to do solo. She fired them halfway through. Yeah. Again, because she had, why she had to throw in her legacy. Her legacy is I'm the one who bring women to star Wars. Well, women were already there. If you want to bring more women tell a good story yeah just because don't make the millennium
2: falcon a woman girl robot that has its own brain don't do that don't yeah
1: see and that's the thing when you go back and you ruin canon now you're fucking with people like now your legacy is trash now (laughs) like you've just ruined (laughs) you've ruined the original trilogy because you fuck with things so now han solo is not a hell of a pilot it's the ship yeah like, yeah. yeah, there's so many things. And then again, like in Rise of Skywalker, force healing is a thing. And not only force healing, but you can like bring someone back from the dead. That's literally the whole point of why Vader became, of why Anakin became Vader. You've just yep. ruined the entire premise of Star Wars. There's no need for Star Wars because the original trilogy starts with Darth Vader. And if yep. there's no Darth Vader, there's no need for Darth Vader. There's no need for any of this. So exactly. Yeah, that, like, that's the problem is that for her, it's not about the story. It's about her legacy as bringing women to Star Wars. And she turned off a lot of women because it didn't make any damn sense. Like, I'm personally offended by the notion that a woman has to be overpowered and absolutely morally perfect in order to be good. Nobody yeah. can live up to that standard. How am I supposed to identify with that? I'm not perfect. I'm well, not overpowered. Say,
2: like, bringing it back to, like, the Rogue One, like, Jyn Erso was a hell of a, like, a lead character. Like, she did have... A lot of good qualities about her you know i did i did you know riff on saying like she didn't say the i rebel which was the best line she ever said and they didn't even put it in a dang movie but like she was a no nonsense like no no i'm right you are you guys are wrong i'm gonna go off and do this thing by myself and i because i'm right i'm gonna do this
1: you know what she is to me she's the katniss everdeen of star wars she just kind of lucked into it like she was Her involvement in all of Star Wars was situational. Yeah. She didn't want any of this. She didn't sign up for anything. She's not part of some, you know, mystical family. She's just unlucky enough that her dad had the plans and that was it. But then with just like with Katniss Everdeen, when you piss her off, she'll give like the best motivational speech and get everybody riled up. Yep. Just like Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> like you got to put her yep. in the field and then she's, that's where she shines. She's exactly. Katniss what? Everdeen of Star Wars.
2: And that's the thing is that Rogue One is so good because it's not that they they tried to make her like the best thing is that the writing made it so that she is a good strong. But I would say that's my, that's my ending statement on it. That's why this is my favorite, my favorite movie out of all of Star Wars is that it's just so deep. It's the writing's good. And you do have a lead woman character, just like what Kathleen Kennedy wanted. But like, that's the thing is that she's not overpowered. She's not anything. She's not even like a hotshot, like rebel, like saw was like, you need to get away from me. Like (laughs) there, there, there's too much heat on me. Like you need to go away, do, do your own thing, you know? And she's like, okay, all right, I'm going to do my own thing, you know? Like, and she doesn't even have a political stance at the beginning of the movie. She's like, yeah, you know, it's a war you know, whoever wins is going to win. You know what I mean? Like Uh messed up my family, but whatever. It messed up a whole bunch of other people's family, you know? So that's why this is my favorite movie is that it's just, it's so well-written. It's so written for the characters. It's for, it's well-written for the fact that yeah, everyone dies. It's a tragedy of a movie and that's cool. Star Wars tragedy. Like awesome. I dig that. You know, I feel like that should have been more constant in these these series there should have been where someone doesn't win at the end you know what i mean like
1: honestly that's the problem with the last one of them there are lots of them yeah but one of the biggest problems for me was the fact that it ended very like it ended with broom boy so it was like oh there's hope now okay well yeah bow on it we're done like yeah she's already defeated kylo ren kylo's already defeated the big bad now you see the the boy you know the broom boy what's left to come back to
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah.
1: Like, there, what what reason do I have to come back? There's no dire story. I've always said when you have a trilogy and you know it's a planned trilogy, the second movie has to be a tragedy.
2: It absolutely has to. Well, that's why Empire was so good because it didn't yeah. end good. Like, yeah,
1: it ends with Han Solo in Carbonite on Jabba's wall. It ends with yeah. Luke getting his heart his hand cut off, learning that his greatest enemy is his father, and realizing like internally. With his hand being cut off, and now he's he's got a robotic hand. He's starting to follow the same path. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, what now? I don't know. Yeah. Vader's still out there. Now you learn that he's, you know, Vader's still out there. The Emperor is out there. He's part, mach- you know, Lucas part machine. Now Han's and Carbonite. It's pretty damn dire, you know. Yeah, so now exactly. you're like, okay, how's this going to end? You know. So you, it, it's great. It's that's that's how a, a second is supposed to end. It's not supposed to end on a happy note.
0: Yeah exactly
1: and the thing is like with empire like when when he did star wars originally i don't think he knew it was going to be a trilogy they just kind of made it like he he did it as he was going but when he was doing empire i feel like he knew that there was going to be a third because again it ended on a on a down note like you have to come back to finish the story Mm -hmm. that is what return of the or that's what uh the last jedi failed to do Mm -hmm. it didn't it it way first of all it was way too long wasted a lot of time. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do my, my thing. I do this all the time. So anyway, that was Rogue One. I'm just going to cut it off because I'm just like, I'm going to yeah. do this for like days. Cause that's yeah. the that's whole thing. Like... So yeah, <laughs> screw it. Rogue One. That was the uh, like that. That's what you liked about it. I liked it. I liked it mainly because it felt like a real war. It made it feel yeah. like even though it was a galaxy far, far away, like it was more of a thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was it was a pretty good movie. It wasn't perfect, but it was good. And it's yeah. got the most badass Darth Vader. On film.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. It's It ends in a freaking banger. Like, oof. Ah, yep. I can't stress enough. Like, if, if you haven't watched the movie, watch it just for the last five minutes. Just watch that. It's mm, chef's kiss. Just good. <laughs> just good.
1: All right, so casually cancel, Sean, where can people find
2: you? <laughs> uh, you can find me nowhere on the internet now. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, well if you go to my instagram i'm casually sean ryan um if you go to spotify you can find casually speaking um in your ear holes uh and if you just google me casually speaking you'll find it any podcast uh service that you're looking for so there you go
1: awesome I, all right we'll talk to you next month
2: i'll see you all right well <laughs> hopefully
1: if you like this episode do us a favor if you're listening through Apple, give us five-star rating or any other app, drop us a like. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can hear new episodes when they come out. Thanks. In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs> yeah.